0: Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of Let's Chat Markets. It's just me this week with Alyssa out of the office. There wasn't much on the domestic side of things in terms of reports, but there were a few things from the global perspective. I think maybe today we'll start out with what the markets did. It was largely a positive week for the most part, at least in most commodities in the cheese market looking at spot block cheddar hit 190 on Friday as we record this. It's the highest price that we've seen in about three weeks here. So after the uh, late January weakness, we've slowly clawed our way back and gained uh, almost 20 cents from that 173 low there on January 26th and 27th. In nonfat dry milk, kind of a similar story. We started the week at 183 and dipped a little bit lower, but Finished at 183 quarter, which is also the highest price we've seen since that mid January mark, similar to cheese. Butter, pretty steady, uh, a little bit lower towards midweek as well, but ending at 250. And then dryway, a similar story 85 three quarter settle on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That is, of course, yet another record high in that market that is just about four years old. Looking at futures here on Friday morning, some green across most products, class three and class four, both higher, nonfat dry milk in particular, uh, hitting fresh highs, at least in some of those contracts, uh, speaks to some of this bullishness that we continue to refer to and tight milk around the globe and that persistent demand. As I mentioned, not much in the domestic markets, but kind of looking on a global basis, On Tuesday, we had a GDT auction, it was the third one of this year, Um, almost like a broken record in in some aspects here, Uh, green across the board here, every commodities weighted average seeing uh, positive movement yet again, Um, still support remains in basically all of these markets. Uh, here at high ground, we called some of these neutral, um, some bullish, I think from the whole milk powder perspective, we saw a pretty strong 6.1% gain, but SGX traders were pretty much expecting that. So it wasn't anything out of the ordinary, uh, looking back over almost the past calendar year that Fonterra C2 print just $30 shy of the March, 2021 high in SMP. I wouldn't call it disappointing. Uh, we saw some gains there overall, but uh, nothing like the really robust strength that traders were expecting. Still though, uh, lots of support here in this market. Arla is still holding a premium versus Fonterra product as well for the sixth consecutive event. Into FAT, slight increases as expected. Not much to report here. Uh, from a global perspective, FAT remains tight. And of course it wasn't necessarily a surprise. Or uh, anything new to see strength here. Into Wednesday, maybe I'll just touch on these weekly EEX numbers that we get. Of course, we publish our weekly EU report every Wednesday, highlighting the price movement here. Some uh, further strength across most markets here, um, weekly average butter index increased slightly after uh, a little decline at the end of January. Uh, I think notably here in s the 26th consecutive weekly climb. From a milk production perspective, You know, we're seasonally increasing on a week-over-week basis in most of these countries here as we quickly move towards the spring flush, but versus prior year, um, nothing unchanged here, still well below prior year levels. We do expect EU milk production to continue to struggle here for the first few months of 2022, similar to what we're expecting in the US and in New Zealand. We did get New Zealand dairy export data. Uh, This was for the month of December, Kind of provided an end-of-year picture and a complete 2021 analysis overall. Whole milk powder able to eke out a slight gain versus prior year, even though China's market share dipping uh, below 50%, um, lowest market share for China since 2015. Um, China really, though, impacting the s p numbers more than whole milk powder. Total skim exports down 15%. That is, of course, driven mostly by tighter supplies instead of uh, weak demand, as we know. Uh, Fats able to eke out a slight gain as well, um, but both weaker versus two years ago. I think uh, overall sentiment, again, kind of unchanged, but that tight New Zealand milk output is really limiting the potential of uh, New Zealand export volumes over the next few months. We'll probably see mixed performance uh, as demand remains pretty firm, but the country just doesn't necessarily have the supplies to move product. As we record this here on Friday, we are looking forward to the U.S. dairy products and dry stocks report that will come out this afternoon. Um, it will be pretty interesting to see how we wrapped up the year there. December numbers are what we're looking for. Uh, anticipate probably yet another stocks decline on non-fat dry milk, a weaker production across class four products. Uh, Probably decent cheese production, just driven um, by, you know, decent milk in the Midwest still and milk that's able to flow into cheese vats, but uh, it'll be interesting to digest those numbers. Uh, Next week on Tuesday, looking for U.S. export data as well. We will report on both dairy product production and export data on next week's episode. Thanks for listening in. Uh, As always, we're uh, we're available uh, whenever our customers need us and reach out if you're ever interested in a free trial. Appreciate you listening in and have a great weekend if you're listening to this Friday afternoon. If you're a Monday morning listener, as we've heard from some of our customers, I hope you're off to a great week. Cheers.